0: Greeting, subjects. Can we trust you with a little secret? The Windsors aren't the legitimate royals. <laughs> Bombshell! We know. Cue mass panic and hysteria at levels not seen since that time you covered yourself in baby lotion and danced around the town centre singing Macho Macho Man. Luckily, we at Fool's Folly have decided to restore calm by
1: scouring the country to find the right person to take up the position on Big Liz's sparkly chair.
0: This is...
1: All Rise 4.
0: Greeting subjects, and welcome back to another episode of All Rise 4 with Falls Folly. He's Conor Maud. He's Darren Hill. And I've just had a big curry and I've just realised I'm on borrowed time. <laughs> uh, but we are back with another person in... <laughs> In the hot seat to test their suitability to be the monarch of the United Kingdom. Connor, who've we got this week? This week we have the incredible Clive
1: Holland. Improviser, actor, writer, an extraordinary man. Someone we've had the pleasure of working with several, several times now. Clive is in the hot seat. Uh, He's going to answer our questions and see if he... Will be the next ruler of the country. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing here. I'm just waiting for waiting for him to arrive in the in the studio now. And oh, Darren, there's someone at the door. I think that could be Clive. Let's let him into the interview room.
0: All rise for Clive Holland. <laughs>
1: And welcome back to another episode of All Rise 4 with our special guest this week, Clive Holland.
0: Hi, yeah. Clive. How are you going?
2: I'm doing all right, mate. Thank you very much. How are you guys? Yeah, yes. very good. Very good. So, Clive,
0: Clive, that was your that was the new national anthem that you've chosen, uh, which <laughs> is Dog Days Have Gone by Florence and the Machine. So, yeah, so, so yeah. Clive, talk to us a little bit about that. Why have you chosen that as your new national anthem?
2: Well, um, so, so I, I, I sort of thought... The, the 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 one we have at the moment, you know, God Save the Queen. I mean, people, most people have sort of slipped into a coma by line three because it's so tedious. So I thought I quite like I quite I don't know if you heard Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly suggested that we had um, the Archers theme tune and everybody could sort of go yeah, da 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 da. And I quite like that. And I thought, that's brilliant. And I thought, I can't nick that. And then I thought it would be really good to have something really sort of grubby and gleachy and groomy. And so I was looking at Tom Waits and I thought, you know, something with a, mm-hmm. with a, you know, a burnt face Jake in it or, um, uh, you know, chocolate Jesus or something like that. And then I thought, no, because the best thing about you know, this whole, this whole idea, it's a new administration, we're new, it's getting rid of all the old stuff, so, um, and I thought about the dog days, because, I don't know if you know, but the dog days were, uh, certainly in Roman times, were very much, um, uh, they were bad times, so it was when Sirius the star rose, the dog star rose in the sky, and uh, it was it was when it was really hot and and you had fevers and 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 plagues which we know all about now, um, and you know it's when catastrophes <laughs> happened. So I thought, well, let's do it. Let's find a song that you know there there those days are gone, lads. You know we're we're into you know, new the new world, new world. And it's a bloody it's just a bloody good song as well. <laughs> it? it is a good song, and you can join in, can't you? Everybody, yeah. even if you don't know the words, there's bits you can go yeah, done.
1: yeah. you know. There's
2: bits you can join in on. So.
1: Behind the scenes, we were talking about it very briefly before and sort of darren mentioned so sort of, you um ah, didn't you pal like if you knew it and then it started
0: playing and he went oh no i do i do know this i know it i know it but i didn't know it enough to play it I, as soon as it came on i went oh i recognize it i think i recognize it from gavin and stacy is the truth i think it's in a gavin and stacy episode somewhere <laughs> yeah it probably is yeah yeah no i didn't know it enough to play it so for anyone who's listening we obviously record this we record this on zoom uh what would have happened and you will not have known this is that I went to start playing realized I didn't know the tune at all and just let Connor take one for the team and do it <laughs> but
2: I, I, I did notice that actually
0: are you a big are you a Florence and the Machines fan client, I, or am or actually, just... I am actually
2: I'm a quite a, a, a fan yeah and um partly I worked with a guy years and years ago now it's a long time ago now who was at college with her and they um they sort of they played together you know he was hmm. a guitarist and things. And then he sort of went, No, I'm not gonna be bothered with that and off he moved. He went to something else. And then suddenly Florence, you know, <laughs> hit it big time and he's going, Oh
1: no, an idiot. Do you have a clean driver's licence and a clean hard drive? Yes,
2: I do have a, a clean hard drive, my <laughs> my online life. <laughs> okay. You can't say that and I do that little laugh clive yes. <laughs> My online life is a bit sad really, to be honest. And I've got nothing I've got nothing grubby, nothing sort of. The only thing I get is um, I get messages from on Facebook. These are they. Can... They want to message me, and <laughs> I've got to. You've read got to it.
0: finish this sentence quite quickly, because <laughs> <Clark>, we're... <laughs> we're to... I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, become... it it sort of it looks like they want. It, it's it basically <laughs> Russian Russian babes. In... <laughs> In Who, your area, yeah, in your area, yeah, that want to show you some gynecological shots of one sort and another, you know. Right? Okay. Um, and I and I just and I thought that no, no, it's brilliant that they're in your area. I don't have to travel to you know Kamchatka or somewhere to, to see their to see their pleasure gardens, you know, which presumably in Russia they're filled with you know red cabbage and onions. Anyway, the pleasure gardens so. So I did, um, so no, so that's, that's as far as it goes, really. Um, oh. I, these Russian babes in my area. I did pee in the sea the other day. I had to. Yeah, <laughs> I had to.
0: Sorry, I, and what, did you record it and put it on the internet? And well, no, I didn't, now? you mean? see. <laughs>
2: no, I didn't, you see. But I wondered if other right. people had. So maybe that's what, um, why you the why the question was, you know, was put to me. Oh, you know, as if you knew that mm. actually we've seen yeah, you pee. We were just in trying to catch you out. So yeah, is this like yeah. one of those
1: things where you're, when, when you've been arrested for, for one thing and sort of to cooperate, you're just spilling the beans of every other crime that sort of exactly,
2: is, like you've committed? Exactly, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the you bum on the photocopy of that sort of thing, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I so, suppose we should then clarify, Clive, have
0: you ever been to a
2: pizza express in Woking? Actually, no, I haven't, but, <laughs> but I do, and I do sweat yes well absolutely well yeah yeah so it's um it's quite tough really so 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 yeah no my i have a clean driving license and uh... what would you like your official title to be well i've thought about that quite a lot really um um, obviously, you know, I, I don't really, I mean, not a king or a queen. I mean, it could be a king or a queen, but I you know, I haven't got any royal blood running through my veins or anything. Or some on my hands, but that's a different thing. And I've, so I've sort of thought, well, I'm going to be a, a dictator, really, but I'm quite sort of, you know, tolerant. I'm quite tolerant, mm. really. So, so I came up with, I, I, I studied this at, at school. I didn't study it. I, you know, at school we did <laughs> history. And I'm, so I'm a latitudinarian dictator. Now, it, go back to your history days, boys. So yeah. in about, I think it was either the 16th or the early 17th century. Um, so it's after Henry VIII has uh, you know, changed the religion of the country so he can shag someone else. Then, so, so that, then we had these Anglican clerics, you know, Anglican vicars, whatever, priests. And the Roman Catholics thought, well, they're a bit soft, aren't they, really? They're a bit, you know, a bit tolerant, a bit liberal. So they called them in a derogatory tone, latitudinarian clerics. But you see, I don't, you see, I don't think it's a derogatory term. I think it's quite nice to be a tolerant dictator, yeah. you know. So that's, mm. so yes, yeah, so I'm a, but I'm also a sort of, <laughs> quite like to be a slightly absentee uh dictator as well because i quite like the idea of you know perhaps living somewhere else on a beach you know with like like a you know the sort of bounty advert beach you know the blue sea white sand with lagoon, all those russian babes that are in your area all those, exactly exactly well, hopefully they are still in my area <laughs> even in bermuda you know or yeah. wherever.
1: It's so weird that they
2: follow you. That they're following yeah. you around like that. I know. That I know. It's How curious, do they know? Isn't it? <laughs> How it do they know? It's curious. I've that been. Is... in, You know. I've been. I used to go into the Belgian cafe, and I never met any of them. And you would have thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you would have thought there. Anyway, you know, it would have been there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah oh, but no.
1: That, no. That's no. a real sort of fan <laughs> it, deep
0: cut. <laughs> oh, so anyone, you know, for, any, for anyone outside of Thanet, imagine yeah, Star yeah. Wars Canteen. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. worse. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Or a sort of, um, uh, you know, the waiting room for the auditions for One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, that's quite. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of the interview to sort
1: of get you in preparation for for the role should you should you get it we we will call you um we, the, the latituditarian dictator clive holland yeah or... uh,
2: yeah, you, clive, yeah you can just call me clive yeah okay. you know, yeah, yeah. That's clive's, very, clive's very easier guilty. isn't it it's a lot
0: otherwise yeah, yeah. i <laughs> won't i won't lie clive i'm slightly thrilled that you just said that so that i don't have to remember <laughs> So, uh, Clive, we would like to know where
1: your new official royal residence will be, your new seat of power. Yeah,
2: we see this is a tricky one. This is why this is where the, the absentee bit comes in, because I quite fancy being, <laughs> you know, obviously like, sort of <laughs> a dictator dictating from afar, so into a dictaphone maybe. Um <laughs> but I'd be on my I'm, I'd be on my bounty advert beach, you know, somewhere over who knows where. And so, I, yeah, I sort of phone my dictation dictating mm. through. But because I quite like the idea of the whole beach thing, so I, you know, and and let's be honest, when I'm here. Ramsgate is the place, we've got a nice sandy beach, we've got Blue yeah. Sea quite a lot of the time, it's handy for the continent and would be handy for the new Belgian calf once we get it open. So that would be my, that would be my seat of power, yeah, so you know, mainly in the Belgian calf. Really to be honest.
1: Yeah. You know. Overlooking
2: overlooking Is that but...
1: because you're stuck to the tables and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... yeah.
2: There's everybody. That's how he made so much money in the past. People just couldn't go. They, you
0: know.
2: And after a while they got hungry, they had to eat, and that's yeah. So and of course there will be the horny Russian babes in Ramsgate as well. So it's win, 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 yeah. isn't
0: it? One of the other things you get to do is if you wanted to, you can redesign the flag or you can abolish the flag. So what would you like your flag to be?
2: Well, you see, I'm, yeah, again, this is, this is a difficult one, flags. Because, <laughs> you see, the funny, <laughs> the funny things about flags is that they're very much a symbol, aren't they, of, of sort of, of patriotism and, and of, of, of nationality and stuff like that. And I'm not, you know, and to be honest, for a dictator I'm not actually that nationalistic to mm. be to be honest and apparently flags were um you know I think originally they were designed um so that you know during warfare you knew who was on your side and who wasn't you know so yeah. you attached the person who had a different flag and I find that a bit you know it's a bit like football teams isn't it yeah. oh, we don't like you because you're wearing a red Very shirt nice where, you know whatever so I just thought well you know and and the thing with the thing with warfare and flags is it's mainly the peasants that get killed. So you know the the royal royalty just sort of sits on a horse back there somewhere and goes, "Yeah, go over there. Here's a you know here's a, a pointy stick. Go and run over there towards those people over there with a different flag, and yeah. and machine guns, and um, and so so the the, the and, and apparently did you know that the maritime flags are called ensigns right so you get the little ensign and you have to hang it on your uh, mast yeah. um, and so yeah so you have your own country's ensign but if you travel to another country and you go into a foreign port you're supposed to have their flag as well as a sort of courtesy flag and if you don't know that yeah and if you don't fly their little flag then they can think ah he's come to take over france you know, in his Total little base. yeah, exactly in his little laser dinghy. You know, the little thing. <laughs> so we can blow him out of the water. So you can go yeah. in. You know, and the big you know, the French battleship can just blow you out of the water cause it. So there's that whole thing you see with flags, which are you know. So I thought, and have you also noticed with flags that they're all very sort of strong colours, aren't they? They're like primary colours, or they're you know, green, yeah. red, blue, white. You know. Dun, dun, dun. So I thought, well, rather than actually having a flag that you can have, we just have colour scheme. And I thought, rather <laughs> rather than being, you know, sort of big bold colours, we went for pastels. So I oh. thought, I thought, you know, it'd be a sort of soft gentle sort of thing. So I thought for my flag, it would be pinks and pale blues and pale greens and a bit of lemon you know that sort of thing yeah. and then anyone so if you went to the olympics for instance anyone who won a medal they could have their own flag but it's in those colors so everybody goes oh that's that's clive's place we oh. know that because of the colors because but, of the colourway. way yeah yeah oh, I like that. yeah you see and then choose
1: your own adventure flag
2: exactly and then if you were a swimmer you might want a dolphin or something on your flag and if you were a runner you might want i don't know a pair of trainers or a cheetah <laughs> a cheetah you wouldn't want a cheetah on you you know so that was yeah. so yeah so i would go for that you see so just colors color scheme the yeah. b the,
0: the b and q like paint mixer desk is going to be exactly really popular yeah yeah <laughs> people yeah. making their own flags yeah. that's gonna be nice
2: okay yeah. and all that that's all those tie-dyed flags you're going to get yeah you know, that's fantastic
0: yeah Print, print shops are going to be booming in business. You're helping the economy as much as anything. Chloe. I know. Exactly. It shows,
2: shows responsible leadership. Exactly. Exactly. It's all this cultural sort of exchange. You know, it's it's pushing forward. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Provided that you get this job and you're obviously crowned,
2: we, we will obviously give you a coronation. It's only right and fair. Absolutely. We would
1: quite like to know, though, what you would wear to that coronation.
2: Well, I think the coronation is, is sort of the first thing, isn't it? It's very much about yeah. this is the beginning. This is this is the sort of starting point. So, uh, you know, and, and I will be wearing, therefore, my, you know, sort of floppy sun hat in pastel colours, pink, green, pale blue, bit of lemon, you know, like that. T shirt saying Bermuda shorts, you know, that'd be nice me. Jelly <laughs> shoes, you know, me little jelly shoes on. And I <laughs> should be, quite, uh, yeah, and I should be carrying a drink with a little parasol in it, you know, perhaps a bit of coconut cocktail, something like that, with a little flag, the same thing. So, yeah, so that's what I'd be wearing at my. Coronation, and also I'd be travelling on a, a rickshaw, and I'd have a phalanx of um, guards, you know, or, or sort of charming guards, I think, and they'd be on, on the electric scooters. I thought that'd be quite nice, you know, just sort of going down. It's
1: quite a nice image, isn't it? All in all, in your royal colours, all in pastel colours, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And it would be nice, you know, they're, so they're sort of disarming guards rather than armed guards, yeah. perhaps, you know, they're sort of quite, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're quite sort of nice chaps and, and chapesses. Oh no, that's a horrible phrase, sorry. That's horrible. That's all right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. No, Power
0: venting, we can get rid of it. Know, or yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it in and keep this little bit of banter afterwards <laughs> and show that we're all really progressive and that we understand <laughs> no, how horrible exactly. what we all just said was. And um, I did say it ironically. I understand that there are more uh, there are better follow ups, but I do have to ask, what
2: are jelly shoes? Jelly shoes are like the little plastic ones, you know, the the ones they look like they sort of almost look like see through shoes, a bit like sandals, and so they have a little oh, buckle on the top. Okay. You used to wear them when you were a child. Not shoes made of jelly. That's because that's what I had. But they they do look a little bit as though they're made of jelly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could make shoes of jelly. You know. Well, you absolutely you could. Absolutely could. That would work just as well, wouldn't it? And you could, you know. And then when you were peckish, you could just eat a bit of your shoe.
0: Put the Russian babes to work, Clive. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, making know yeah. making jelly shit <laughs> see look if we all do one if we all do one that we regret that we said mm, then it's, mm. it's fair across the board lad, is, 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 is that I'm your saying. is that your first one or? oh no there are many <laughs>
2: no
0: <laughs> I, i'm determined to get us cancelled
1: clive yeah I've, yeah we've heard sort of if you get cancelled your show gets really big so we're sort of we're sort of, yeah. we're, we're sort of Playing it by ear, seeing seeing how offensive we can be oh, whilst right. also toeing the oh, line. Yeah. That's, that's the that's the game that that's the game that Darren is playing with our company.
0: Right, okay. <laughs> we have one fan, Clive, and it's Piers Morgan. If you get the position, we are going to reactivate all the sort of historical powers of the monarch. So the monarch will be given full reign to pass laws. Mm. So what we would like to know is, if you were given that
2: power, what would the first law you would pass be? This this would actually include Piers Morgan, I think. Um, so. I listened to George Carlin who was talking about 10 commandments and it, why, why 10? You no, know, why 10? Why not nine or seven or 11? And he reckons that, you know, 10 was, it looked cause we got 10 fingers, you know, um, and if they'd walked down the hill with, with a big stone, with only seven on it, they would have gone, what's that all about? So he, and he managed to get it down to one, I think. And, and I thought, yeah, no, he's right. <laughs> we we, we, we know that certain things are wrong. We know that murder is wrong, stealing is wrong, and apparently, you know, coveting your neighbour's ass is wrong. Um, which,
1: <laughs> that's that's definitely wrong. That's definitely wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, <laughs>
2: so my first law, the first law that I would make, is bearing in mind all of those things, is don't be a dick. You know, because there's all and there's all and there's obviously lots of different levels of dickery so murder is being a really really big dick and and, mm. <laughs> and so i think i'd start to, if i just made myself laugh um i i'd, <laughs> I'd uh, I'd have a penal colony. So you can see where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought of a, a penal colony on the Isle of Wight. So we turn the Isle of Wight into a penal colony where all the dicks go. And and obviously if you're a, if you're a murdering dick then you get, you know, you get to stay there the rest of your life really. But if for instance, so I was looking at my window a couple of days ago and it just happened, you know, there's, there's cars parked along the side of the road and two cars that were parked next to each other happened to leave uh, it, within about a minute of each other, so there was this big gap there, and then somebody driving a little Daihatsu, would you believe, a little you know, little car only about that big, pulled in and parked right in the middle of the space, so it turned two spaces into one. Now he's a dick, he's so he,
1: <laughs> he he's a so yeah. not
2: only is he di- <laughs> driving a Daihatsu, but you know he's <laughs> <laughs> die laughing, die laughing. Or the Welsh version, the Dai Jones. Uh, anyway, he's driving a, <laughs> He's driving a Daihatsu and he's used up two spaces. So that's at least, that, I would say, what, six weeks? Six weeks yeah. on, in a penal colony, being a dick? So there's different levels. So Piers, Piers Morgan's going to be there for a long time, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: And what I like about the Isle of Wight is, is that you could, what you could also then do, Clive, and this could be another thing that kicks, kickstarts the economy after COVID, mm, mm. is that obviously on the Isle of Wight, you have the TT racing. No, that's the that? Isle of like, Man. That's the, oh, Isle, that's of the man. Isle of Man. Okay, we move the TT racing from the Isle of Man to the Isle of to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> so you have the TT races. So, you, so you're Dick and his Daiatsu. He still has to race his Daiatsu, but he's dressed like a big dick, oh. and the other big, the other big dicks. Are sort of lining the raceway as the crash barrier, and they're also
2: dressed as giant inflatable dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be quite the same like bales of uh, dicks. Bales of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's right. Well, did you know the word white, as in the Isle of Wight, actually yeah. means man? So oh. it is really the Isle of Man. So therefore,
0: Darren, you were right the
2: entire absolutely time. Absolutely right. Thanks, lads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, for audio listeners, no one will be able to see Clive's expression because we just went, I just went, thanks, lads, and Clive expressed. I don't know if you realise you did it, Clive. You just went... <sighs> <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> When would your new national holiday
2: be and what would it be in celebration of? Once I'm a dictator, you know, latitudinarian as it is, you know, sort of slightly liberal, a bit, you know, whatever, then we wouldn't need the Houses of Parliament anymore because we'd just get rid of that. You'd still have, you know, you'd still have your different offices doing different, you know, all the things you need, but you wouldn't have, wouldn't have that. So I thought, well, we would turn that into like a people's palace. So that becomes a central sort of hub for expressive dance, music. Um, uh, shadow puppetry, all sorts. You know, it can become the, the centre. So, assuming that I get the job, um, and I'd want to, that would be one of the first things I would do. So, it'd be like by June the first, uh, the Houses of Parliament are gone. My national holiday would be on June the first, and that would be the first major celebration of music culture theater poetry everything and and the center of that hub would be westminster we call it maybe we call it westminster day or you know people's palace day or something and that that would be my and again you know we start hoisting up the the pastel flag you know and, and everything else and Bit of merchandise opportunity there as well, perhaps you know. There's always an opportunity, I think.
1: Yeah, you've got to have a way to sort of, you know, keep feeding money yeah, back into the yeah, uh, yeah.
0: to the system. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't.
0: Well, yeah, because this this is this this needs a big arts council grant to do to do Sydney, <laughs> Clive. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you see, I'm I'm dictator, so it, it, it does help. You know, to be honest, as we've discovered with the previous incumbents, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it helps if you know someone, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so, so yeah, so, yeah, people's, as we call it, people's day, people's day. That's People's quite day nice. is nice. Yeah, yeah. And it again, it you know, it starts on June the first, it might finish on the third or the fourth. It, who knows, you know, but
0: would you wanna make it compulsory to participate?
2: No, I'm quite laissez-faire. Uh, yeah, I'm quite laissez fair really. I mean uh, you don't have you know, there are some grumpy people. That's fair enough. They can they yeah. can be grumpy. But most of them are dicks, so they'd be on the Isle of White anyway. So they can do what they like on the Isle of White, that's fine. You know, we just have If they want to escape, it's going to be a bit tricky have to swim across the sludgy Solent, you know. And we'd have my guards there in their, you know, pastel things on the Navy boats, which will also be pastel. It's quite like that, the idea of a pastel boat, you know. Pink, green, lemon, bit of lemon. That'd be nice. But I've
0: just got this image of now one of our guys in inflatable dicks costumes having got away from the race course and they're, like, bobbing along the the sea, trying to get back Uh, in your boats uh, are there, just
2: picking them off. Yeah, yeah. Then they sort of bursting and then going, <laughs> zooming across the sea, skipping across the, the top of the Solon. Fantastic. You could almost
0: set. You could almost, as a as a sort of second sideshow, just line them up in lines and
2: just make them race. Yeah, each yeah. Other. Hey, yeah. Now that's that's good. Inflatable dick racing. I hadn't. <laughs> do you know? I hadn't thought of that. And that would that would work for me. It's
1: funny because I think about inflatable dicks racing every day. <laughs> Is that right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And on
2: da-
0: that would fit on that would fit on Dave on a on a Sunday afternoon just after like the Red Bull Soapbox Derbies. Yeah, just, yeah. Just I after think. that, stay yeah. tuned for inflatable dick racing
2: from the Isle of, <laughs> from the Isle of Wight. Yeah, exactly. No, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in that. So yeah, so it all become, it's you know it all fits together, doesn't it? You know, oh, it does.
0: I've also just got the idea now. You could even extend it further. The idea of like um, your sort of twenty-one gun salute is just a load of inflata- men in inflatable dick costumes being fired into
2: the air. Yeah. Out of the cannon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're talking. You see, you've got cannons. You're all sort. Of course, we have to be. We have to be mindful of the, you know, the ecology of the whole place as well. We don't want to, you know, litter Quite. too much. So we do have, but we can have a team of dicks there collecting the, the, you know, the the burst ones you know there's um. <laughs> a very unpleasant image the about
1: thinking yeah. about yeah. dick, yeah. there's <laughs> dicks. Um, dicks yeah i uh, you know, unpleasant
2: slightly salty dicks yeah um. <laughs> well um
0: slightly salty dicks might or might not um probably might not lead on to the next question Hopefully uh, not. Hopefully not. Because uh, <laughs> Clive,
2: uh, what would you like your royal pet to be? I'm not into corgis, not into cats particularly, you know. So I understand why people are. I understand why people are, but I'm not really into it myself. So I think I'd have, uh, my pet would be um, a glove puppet. <laughs> a glove puppet. No, does it? Go on, yeah. Does it, look,
1: does it look like a dick or is no, that just in no. my mind? In, in your
2: mind, it, it could, well, it could look like anything, you see. So I wanted it to be fairly sort of all animal, you know, a bit like, bit like every man. It's sort of every animal. So you look at it and you go, it could be a budgie, could be a dog, cat, yeah. could be a dick. I hadn't thought of that. But now we're talking, you know, two eyes on a dick. It's fine, isn't it? It works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, peak of comedy. I think so. I think so. So yeah. So I'd, I'd have a little puppet, and I'd, I'd have to find a good name for him. But maybe that's you know another one of those opportunities to get the, the whole of the country involved. You know, name the name the glove puppet. You know, a bit like you know, yeah, a bit like basement boat face.
0: And are you are you operating the glove puppet, Clive, or have you got a designated uh, puppeteer who follows you around?
2: I think when I think yeah I. Th- I think now and again, when, you know, at at certain sort of occasions, maybe I would operate it myself. But most of the time, yeah, no, I'd have, I suppose, like the equivalent of a jester who would be the operator and and humorous. So there's a job, you see, straight away. What do people have to do when you walk into a room? Well, this goes back to the whole sort of arts thing, doesn't it, really? You can do, uh, you know, and again, latitude, you know, I'm a bit of, I'm I'm, I'm a bit sort of liberal. You can sort of do what you like. But when I come into a room, everybody has to do somewhere between a five and ten-second little dance. You know, it can just be—it could be a little gentle dance. They can hum or sing to it if they want to, but it, that's not—you know—it's sort of a little dance. And then I dance back to them. It might just be, you know, that I do a, a oh. sort of, like, you no know, at the end and a bit of jazz hands, you know, that sort of thing. So I think that would be quite nice because it's—it's a bit, you know, rather than just sort of standing up and, you know, yeah. And, I quite like that, the idea that, yeah, we, we, have a, we all have a little dance together. You I mean, I might do a bit of the Charleston or something, you know, a bit of rumba,
0: you know. So it's not, but it's not something that's pre-prescribed. It's it's whatever the person comes up with and then you respond. It's an Absolutely. improvisation. Yeah, it's interpretive, imp- baby.
2: Yeah, it's interpretive dance. It's whatever they want, you know. And And, you know, and if people are sort of, um it might be that people, you know, are unable to dance for whatever reason, but they can do maybe a little finger dance or yeah. hand dance, you know, a little hair dance. Eye dance. Yeah, eye dance, exactly, yeah. So I think yeah, I quite like that.
1: Although I, I'd realise, I'm not saying I dance as in me. Uh, yeah, yeah, to sort no. of, you know, I know. Real, yeah, I realise so, to people yeah. listening, yeah, I realise <laughs> people listening might have just gone, well, I could dance. And <laughs> yes. I boasting. I, so I, I, I dance. i was just yeah. boasting. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah
2: no, I, 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 funnily, I knew what you meant. But, um, yeah. <laughs> the
0: constitutional crisis we would like you, um, to talk us through is yeah. this. After your ascension to the throne, how are you going to go about rebuilding your relationships with other world leaders? Mm. How do you form new bonds and who might be your new rivals?
2: The question's, it's a bit loaded, isn't it? Because it's not me that's forming a new relationship. Everybody likes me anyway. It's um, because of the the previous um, administration that we, you know, they've blown it, haven't they? No, you know, nobody likes us anymore. So, my plan would be once um, we've got uh, Westminster back as, you know, yep. the People's Palace and we've got that becomes our centre for, for arts and culture and all sorts of things. And what I'd like to do then is to have a sort of a cultural expo. So we have this big expo in the country and we invite every single leader of every other nation and state and island around the world to come, right? And it's a big, again, it's probably lasts a week. There's this yeah. big sort of cultural expo. There's things going on. There's every every form of entertainment that you can imagine. But then they have to bring something themselves. So they have to bring, um, maybe it's, you know, a sort of a traditional dance from their country, or it might be a traditional art form or something, you know. So we all have to bring something. And then we can have these whole conversations about, about the art and about, you know well why did you choose that you know why did you dance yeah. that one why did that why did that song come in so it's about building uh sort of little bonds between people through a, a shared thing so it comes back to my I suppose my philosophy of life but, uh, but specifically my philosophy around theater is that we're all in it together so so uh, theater is a wonderful thing because it's so ephemeral It. The audience that see this show tonight, will we're it's it's a one off a complete not a one off. No one else will see that show. No one else will be in that room. The people that are there are the people that are there. And and the more we enjoy it together, the better it gets. So it's like, so and and for me, so that's the where the world of the audience and the world of the performer meets. That's where the theatre happens. That's where the magic happens. And so I think it's the it's exactly the same with. You know, world politics. It's where the the, the, the the politicians meet this little bit of world and we're all in it together and it's an ephemeral moment and we all create our own new world because that's what we've got to do. You know, the planet's very small. I have this problem with sort of nationalism because, you know, a bird can fly over borders. Uh, a worm can crawl over borders. A fish can swim. We can't. We're not allowed to because oh, hang on, you've got to have a passport. Um so and the world is very small, and the planet's very small, and for me, um, we should all we should all be working together. So this would be my first step to actually getting the whole world coming together and going, Yeah, through the power of art, culture, through um, honesty and openness and all of that. So that's my that would be my it's your Magnum opus really. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It is just that. And and it and so my my thought would be that maybe the first big expo and then, you know, another another year it might be in America a bit like the Olympics, you know. It moves to America it or it moves to China or to wherever. Um, but this year and it would all start with us, and that would be the the brave new world starts here. We go. Oh lovely. Oh, I love that. So yeah, so that's yeah. So that's my, and and then of course, you know, all of the problems that we've had before are just easily solved because we talk about it as mates.
0: So often, Clive, when people answer answer these questions, I'm hoping that they'll leave me something that I can undercut it with sort of funny cynicism. But I don't want to even attempt to do it or challenge it at all with that, because that was was quite lovely. No, I I think you're spot on there. Thank really, you. really spot
2: thank on. you i've enjoyed
0: i've enjoyed this it's been good fun oh thank well, you good. very much uh, That's so amazing but b- before we before we wrap up officially clive um, yeah. uh is there anything uh anything you've got coming up anything you want to plug where can anyone find you anywhere if they want to get in touch with you about
2: art stuff or work um, what's and that well it's all a bit tricky really isn't it at the moment because we're still yeah, you know course. it's still this thing with not having deadlines so i'm just about i'm in the process now i i've put it I've literally put it off for well almost a year now i was I was starting to create a new website which was about looking at sort of future work um, I mean it's a website for for mischievous theater c i c but so I was that. and it's just I just haven't done it partly because I've not earned any money <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> so there is no money. the company has no money but i'm i'm I've sort of borrowed some money, and I'm just going to make it happen now because I'm seeing that I don't think there's going to be much work for me until next year, maybe 2022. Which is scary, isn't oh, God, it? 2022. Yeah. Oh, isn't it? So I'm looking at creating a new show then, which is about Lewis Carroll. Um, so I'm doing a new show about Lewis Carroll. But it's about, it's as much in a way about Charles Dodgson, who was, that was his, uh, so Lewis Carroll was his pseudonym, was his, his writing name. So so I want to look at him, and, and because he was a really fascinating person, he had he was you know he was a mathematician basically he was he was he, was, he worked at university in oxford uh, all his life as a as a mathematician he wrote some interesting math- mathematical treatises um and but he also made lots of riddles and he made lots of um he was the one you know those sort of word things where you go from you start with one word and then in four steps you've got to get to another word but you can only change one word at a time, one letter at a time he he's credited with with inventing that um he was uh, a, a photographer he was one of the very very early photographers so there's something really about him that i really like and then of course on top of all of those things which to me are all very science based and very it's quite strict mm. he's got this other side where he writes bizarre stories about you know a girl yeah. going down a hole or you know through a, through a yeah. looking glass and things so there's something quite interesting about him. So I'm doing that, but that's not gonna happen until 2022. But I've also do, I'm doing a panto in two weeks' time. I can't really advertise it because people aren't supposed to come. Because people aren't
1: supposed to go. And yeah. unfortunately, by the time this episode airs, that will have yeah, been yeah. and gone, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so no, so
2: no. So so look out look out for the new website. Yeah, it'll be it's yeah. mischievous have a look out for it. It'll be hopefully up on in the next couple of weeks. It'll be up and ready and well, running. So yeah, lovely. And of course,
1: any links that you where people can find you will have in the description of the episode, Brilliant. so everyone can go there and find
0: you. Brilliant. Uh, and all that leaves us to say one final time as Connor gets his kazoo, knowing he'll have to do it because I don't know the rhythm. <laughs> is all rise for the Latitudian dictator, Clive Holland. <laughs> <laughs> latitude get right?
2: Latitudinarian.
0: Latitudinarian. Latitude. Latitudinarian. It's like
2: latitude it. and then inarian put on the end.
0: Latitudinarian, right. Hmm. We got everything else for the edit, so I'll just do that a little bit. Latitudinarian. <laughs> All rise for the latitudinari oh fuck no. <laughs> latitudinarian. Latitudinarian. Latitude. Latitudinarian. Latitude. Latitude. latitudinarian. All rise for the latitudinarian dictator, Clive Holland.
1: And that was another episode of the All Rise for Podcast this week with our special guest, Clive Holland. Darren what are some of your highlights for, from Clive's episode there or from the, the the latitudinarian dictator, Clive Holland, I should say? Uh,
0: well, one of my immediate highlights is the fact that, you know, in the intro, I said I was on Borrowed Time. Uh, borrowed Time <laughs> yeah. didn't kick in in the end. So that, that's, a, that's a personal highlight. I would call that a personal best.
1: Yeah, excellent. You know, I'm Fantastic. never going to the
0: Olympics for any sporting um, ability of mine, but the ability to hold a shit in for an hour and a half of recording, <laughs> I think... Well <laughs> You know, one of the few achievements that I can hold on to over the last twelve months, um, I will do. Uh, but apart from apart from that, I mean, everything was a, everything was a highlight with everything, everything was a highlight with Clive. But Russian babes, obviously, is a uh, Russian babes are a highlight. I think of any of any uh, Everything is probably improved with Russian babes. What, what I've Russian learned, babes? what I've learned doing this podcast is that there are three things that improve any situation, which is uh, a choice wheel, a rotisserie. And Russian babes. And if we can find a way to combine the three. The three, then we are then we are on for a winner. A winner. And we can sack off podcasts and everything else and just sell our Russian babe spin a wheel rotisseries. Indeed. And if you'd like to purchase one of those, you can contact us
1: via any number of our social medias when we eventually put those out as merch. You can <laughs> Yeah, fuck T-shirts. <laughs> you, you can contact us any, uh, on any of our social media. The links to those are always in the description. On Instagram, on Twitter, something a bit more long form, you can always send us an email. And the links to everything Clive is doing will be down in the description there as well.
0: Absolutely. And 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 do engage with us. Tell us who you've liked so far. Tell us who you don't like. Tell us who you think would be popular. Tell us your suggestions for the questions that we ask. Tell us what your national anthem would be. What would your first law uh, be what would you wear to your coronation? All about where's your seat concern. of power? Where's your? Where is it? Where's your seat of power? What kind of seat would you like? Mm, what, or, you mean, know, there's always other chair. questions as well you know but apart from that um, what else do I normally do in these outros Connor? Uh, same time same place next week that's what you normally do oh great I mean it's almost redundant now that you've done it uh, but very good uh, <laughs> yes absolutely uh, please do uh, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of All Rise 4 with the amazing Clive Holland we will be back next Friday with a new candidate in the hot seat making their bid for power and until then bye subjects bye
2: I didn't really say that. Yeah. Uh, I, did. No, did, I did. you did. I, did. Say I found that, myself yeah. saying something. I did. Yeah, yeah. That that might be yeah, <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll pop a
0: note there. I'll pop a note down, Clive. Or or we just beep it out. We just beep it out and keep this conversation in, and no one will know what you said, Clive. And that will be no, exactly you know, the...
2: exactly. And they'll all be thinking, "Gosh, that would be... yeah." We'll pay you some money if you tell us what you say.
1: Oh, and and unfortunately, Clive, we're not sacred. We will sell it. Um...
2: Yeah, yeah. No, go for it. Go for it.
0: It's merch. It's merch. (laughs) Oh, oh, we'll get you a set of T-shirts done, Clive. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely.